Hello, and welcome to our weekly podcast of Who's Here in the Hamptons. I'm Dan Retiner, your host, broadcasting from my home in the Hamptons, where I have lived for over 55 years. I've written a dozen books about this glorious place, and I've seen it grow through the years from small tourist towns, quaint fishing villages, and a summer playground for high society, to what it is today, a world-class resort for celebrities, artists, musicians, authors, and billionaires. In my podcast, I will bring you interviews with not only these people, but also prominent local people who have helped shape the Hamptons. Welcome to Dan's Talks. Uh, my guest today is Ariel Hessler, who is the chief librarian or head librarian at the Amagansett Library. Uh, and uh, this is a, uh, a, a rather old library uh, in the community, at least about going back to when I first got out here, there was a small I think it was a little more than a fishing tackle shack on Main Street that they had converted. And there was a gentleman there who became a librarian. And I think he was there for a legendary like 50 years, but I'm not, not sure you might know. Who was that? Do you remember? Carlson Kelsey? Yes. Kelsey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he, he was very quiet and peaceful and loving and helped the community. And he lived in this, he didn't live there, he might have, for all I knew. <laughs> but um, uh, it was a, a very tiny library. And uh, eventually, I think it happened while he was there, uh, they enlarged it, and then I believe they've enlarged it since. Now it's, uh, tell us about the library today and what it helped, what, what the rooms consist of. Okay, yeah. So the original library was a house that was donated by Mrs. Mortimer Levering in uh, 1921. The library had been around a few years before that, but it was housed above the post office, a different post office, not the same one now. And I'm not sure about if there was an expansion while Carlton Kelsey was there. There may have been. I know around 2003, 2004, they did a really big one. And that's that they added. They, it was crazy. I don't even know how they did it. They lifted the original building, there's a basement underneath that now. They yeah. moved a little bit to make space and they like kind of tripled or quadrupled, maybe even more than that, the space of the of the building. And so now we have a lot of different spaces. We have, you know, the books that we've always had. We have an adult children's. We also now have a teen section, which is new from a few years ago. And that's a space just for teens to come in and uh, it has their books, but also if they need to study um, or meet with people, we have teen programs for them. We have a local history space, both circulating and kind of the archive. We have quiet reading space, quiet workspace, and then we have a collaborative space for people who might want to meet with others and, and work together. And then we have our programming room. What and are some of the programs the library is doing? We do a lot of different things for all ages. The biggest thing right now is we are, for kids, we have music programs happening. It's Baby Farmers, which during the summer happens at Amber Waves Farm in Amagansett. And right now, because it's a little too cold, <laughs> they're in the library instead. And that's every Saturday. We do Friday films, which is, you know, for adults, they can come and watch films every Friday at 1 p.m. We have uh, tons of things. The one I'm really excited about is starting the end of this month. We have our Nail Biters Book Club, which is for mystery readers. But this time it's going to be hosted at Bonfire Coffee House. So it's going to be after actually after hours for the coffee house. So um, there's still some time if anyone wants to read the book and uh, go to Bonfire to have some coffee cookies and talk about it. And just a ton of things. We're doing knitting clubs, a lot of different things, history programs, author talks. Writing is a really big thing. Everyone loves our writing and poetry programs. 
Oh, that's 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 wonderful. What is, what is bonfire? Well, how does the word bonfire? Is that the name of a book or what? How is that? Oh no! So the Bonfire Coffee House is a new coffee house in Amagansett no, um, that no. opened up over the summer. What a great name! Yeah, no, it's great, and it's a great place too. So we're excited to you know it's nice to go out in the community with our programs when we can. So. Well, I think it's an, a name. There are some. I mean, Stephen Talkhouse is named for Montauk Indian from the 19th century, but earlier than that, they built bonfires at the end of Springs Fireplace Road at the mm-hmm. beach to uh, signal people on Gardner's Island that they were either going to ship something out to them or were ready to receive something. Because that was that got to be that name. Tell me about yourself. Are you local? It sounds like you might have been here since you were born. No, I I haven't. I've been on Long Island since I was born. I've spent my whole life out here, but I live a little bit more west. But before I worked at Amagansett, I started here in December of 2021. And before that, I worked at John Germain Library in Sag Harbor. And I was I did programming there, but I also did emerging technologies for a bit. And then before that, I worked as a bookbinder and preservation technician at um, Stony Brook University Libraries. So, and well before that, my very first job ever was as a children's page at a library. So I've kind of worked in most of the places you can work in a library. <laughs> where did you Where did you grow up, and when did you decide you wanted to be a librarian? I guess is a good question. Well, I grew up near Longwood Library because that's uh, you had to live in the district to work there, and uh, I didn't. I don't think I knew I wanted to be a librarian until after I graduated from college. My degree was in ancient medieval history. I originally wanted to be a professor, but uh, after four years. Where did you go to school? Where did you go to school? I went to Stony Brook, Stony Brook University. And uh, after about four years, I realized I wasn't quite passionate enough uh, to want to pursue a master's and PhD in ancient medieval history. So I had been working in libraries kind of the whole time, and I really loved Um, In public libraries, there's kind of, you can never get bored. There's always something happening. There's books, there's programs, the people are wonderful. And so I just decided to get my degree and I did that online through University of Buffalo. And uh, that was a really great experience. I recommend it to anyone who is considering library science. And uh, yeah, and then my first job was at John Germain after that. The libraries and their, their uses have changed dramatically in your lifetime and mine. Mm hmm they, uh, yeah, they uh, used to be all about, uh, and they still are, uh, bar- borrowing out books and then returning them if, if late for a few cents. We don't have late fees anymore at Amagansett, and that's a little newer. A lot of libraries are like that. There are still few that have late fines. We do have, if you lose a book, you have to pay if you like lost it and you'd never bring it back. But <laughs> if if it's like, a, you know, a few weeks late, we'd rather it come back. We don't want anyone to not feel like they can come to the library. We want to be a welcoming place, not a place that punishes you because you got so into a book that you couldn't <laughs> return it. So uh, that's a good thing that I, I do love about modern libraries. Yeah. Also, I guess it's all those nickels and dimes. Yeah. yeah. Nobody yeah. wants them anymore. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> so you were you were in John Germain during the uh, dramatic time, I guess. When they yeah, were... I was there during the pandemic. Yeah, but but um, before that, before that, they were battling to build the library somewhere else in the park, I think. And, and oh, I wasn't there then. That was after I was there after the renovation. So I, I was, uh, I guess, lucky enough to not have to be there for that. Those things. I was there when the library kind of had 
redone the physical space, but was trying to add to the staff too to to provide more services. Yeah, I, had they built the uh, that crazy back end? Yeah, that was already there when I started. Yeah. <laughs> well, you missed all the fun. We had the, <laughs> the crazy ladies living next door who were throwing bombs at the library and stuff. Oh, like I didn't even know that. about all that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a little exaggeration, but. Any anyway, tell me for example, uh, tomorrow today is uh, Monday, and I know it's a holiday, but tell me what's going on between now and next Monday, and different aspects of programming and whatever is happening. Okay, uh, just give me one second while I look at that because it's hard to memorize. So tomorrow we have pretty much every Tuesday we do a baby playtime parent meetup, and that's meant for. Our librarian, our children's librarian leads it. She's wonderful. Her name is Daima Leon. And uh, it's for parents to come and kind of socialize with each other, but also to give kids who are too young for preschool yet to kind of be able to socialize and, and learn and play with libraries, the library's toys. Then on Wednesday, we have a knitting club at one o'clock and that's a, run by a volunteer, but it is um, just a space for anyone who's knitting, crocheting, or really any type of yarn craft who might want to come work on things and talk with people, especially in the winter when we all want something to do. That's happening on Wednesday. And we also have a pajama story time and craft for our kids on Wednesday. What time? Um, that is at 4 p.m. with uh, do, do they have to come in pajamas? I think they can come in pajamas <laughs> and they can bring like their favorite stuffed animal, but they don't have to. <laughs> Yeah. And then um, on Thursday, we have a, a New Beginnings writing workshop. And uh, I believe this is with, I just want to look up her name because there's a woman who people love that we hire for this. Uh, yeah, Jan Jeanette, uh, Janet Pfeiffer. She does a lot of writing programs with us throughout the seasons and it is at 1030 and that's on Zoom. We still do, we have some in-person things. Actually, most of our things are in person, but we still do some things on Zoom for uh, people who might not want to come to the library, but also it helps give us a little more variety. And then um, at 12 on Thursday, we have Healthy Start for the New Year, How to Boost Your Immunity in the Winter Months. And that's on Zoom as well. And that's a shared program. And I can kind of plug this. The A lot of the East End libraries, they actually collaborate on health-related programs that are usually on th uh, Thursday once a month at 12 on Zoom. So whatever library anyone's a part of on the East End, if you keep an eye out on your calendar, they've done uh, cardio health, women's health. I think they did endometriosis once. They've done a lot of different things. I can't even, I think they've done like stroke awareness, things like that. We have our Italian class that's ongoing. Um, so it's kind of in the middle of it right now, but keep an eye out because at some point we're going to start it again. And that's with um, a wonderful volunteer, Salvatore Tucci. He does that for us. That's at 2 p.m. Uh, Friday, we have our 1 p.m. Friday films, which we have pretty much every Friday. And this uh, week, it's the Dallas Buyers Club. Um, so is that shown on a screen or on? on uh, yeah, we do it like on a big screen in our community room. Oh, nice. Uh, we put out like popcorn and things like that. <laughs> What's the name of it this week? That, that's this week. Uh, sorry, what? what is it? What's the movie? Oh, it's the Dallas Buyers Club. It's rated R. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh actually, no, I'm sorry. That's next week's. This week is The Big Sick, which is also rated R. Um, but it's The Big Sick is this week. And then next week is The Dallas Buyers Club. So then we're into the weekend. Or what, yeah, what? so Saturday at 10.30, we have our, what I mentioned earlier, the music is fun, baby farmers winter session. So that's just, um, we have 
a Job Potter comes and he, for about a half hour, a little more, just plays some music for families with um, young children. And that's every Saturday at 1030, pretty much probably until the weather gets better. And then at 3 p.m., we have another children's program. We have uh, snow themed story time and craft. So that's usually for, yeah, it's for children ages four to nine with the parent. And then uh, that's about it. After that, the only other thing I want to plug is on Mondays. It's just not happening today because of the holiday. But on Mondays, we have Get Moving with Lisa Farbar. Um, and that's our exercise program that we're doing right now. And we usually rotate between that. And then in the summer, we'll do like chair yoga and other things. How many people work at the library full time? We're a little bit under 10 people. Wow. Yeah. More than I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, we have two are part-time out of that, though. Do you have a history collection there? We have a history collection, yeah. Um, we have one that circulates that's in its own little room. It's in the Hillman Reading Room. And then we have one that is our archive. And that's also where we'll have sometimes copies so that if one gets lost or goes missing, we, we have some backups. <laughs> are there any plans to expand the library in any way? Or is, do you think this is it? It's sort of on a green... Yeah, not not right now that I'm aware of. Uh, we are kind of locked in our space right now because there's, you know, the, we have the parking lot entrance on one side of yep. us. And on the other side is a, it's owned by um, the neighboring building and it's their parking lot. So, but, uh, so not yet, but maybe one day, fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, so it sounds like you really enjoy what you do. Yeah, it's, it's really great. And where we are, Amagansett is such a wonderful community and, Part of it is my staff. I can't take credit. Like I came into a library that had a wonderful staff and I've been there about two years and I'm just constantly being told by people how much they love the library, either because of my current staff or Carlton Kelsey. I still have people who come in who are maybe in their 30s who tell me that when they were a child, Carlton Kelsey made the library seem so magical for them. And huh. it's great that I get to kind of reap the benefit of that um, by hopefully, hopefully expanding the magic. But uh it's just really great to be in a in a small area where people really love the library. Yes. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. I oh, thank you so much. Glad you're feeling better. Yes, and, thank you. Uh, we'll move on to other things now at the uh, conclusion of this and mm -hmm. appreciate you taking the time to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.